0: Hi, we're 7,000 apart. And
1: it's time to get into the music.
2: Today's show is brought to you in part by WCZR Code Zero Radio, your go-to for the best alternative and indie music. Find them at live.codezeroradio.com or download the free Code Zero Radio app. And now, let's
3: get into the music. Well, hello, everyone. This is Rob, and thank you for tuning in to Into the Music. Whether you're a regular listener or hearing Into the Music for the first time, please consider subscribing to the show. This helps to keep the podcast going, and you'll be sure not to miss an episode. Subscribers will get a shout-out and a chance to make an appearance on the show. Just use the link in the show information. A number of artists that I've had the opportunity to talk with have dropped the name 7,000 apart in our conversations. They talked about how Jonathan Christine and Amelie Eiding are two of the friendliest and most generous people they know and how they've benefited from John and Amelie's help in their own music and their lives. It was pretty evident that I needed to get these folks on the show. This international husband and wife duo are making waves not only here in the U.S., but in Amelie's native Sweden as well. So with that, I welcome 7,000 apart to the show. How are you guys today?
1: We're great. Thank you so much for having us.
3: Yeah, I'm so excited for this. You know, this is actually a first for Into the Music, because this is my first international interview. Uh, <laughs> you two are over in Stockholm, Sweden right now. Yeah, yeah and at that's the, correct. Yeah, at the time that we're recording this, since that's where Amelie is from. And Jonathan, you're from Green Bay, so you folks actually call both places home from what I know, your band name, 7,000 Apart, works into that. You want to just give us the little lowdown on that?
1: Yeah, of course. So, uh, so I, as you said, I'm originally from Stockholm, Sweden. And when I was 17, I was an exchange student. And I could have ended up pretty much anywhere in the entire U.S. But, you know, fate or luck or whatever you want to call it, it brought me to Green Bay, Wisconsin, and to Preble High School. And that's where I met John.
0: Yeah, so we met in music theory class my senior year of high school. Uh, We became really good friends over music and ended up dating uh, that school year. And as the school year came to a close, we had to decide if we wanted to try long distance or break up right then. And we ended up doing long distance and uh, we did it for three years. And so during that time, we actually started 7000 Apart as a YouTube channel. Uh, and as a project, just to have something in common and something to talk about, uh, aside from like, you know, <laughs> friends we didn't know or what we had for breakfast that got boring in like a week or two. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. And so 7,000 apart comes from that we were 7,000 kilometers apart from each other for those three years. Uh, and then, yeah, then we got married and we moved to Green Bay. And that's that's where we lived and started doing the whole music thing more Uh, more properly I guess and uh, yeah so we kept the name and we because it kind of told our story which we really liked
3: Excellent, yeah now when you say that you bonded over music was it that you found that both of you had similar tastes or you were introducing each other to new stuff or what was going on there? I mean we were 17 when
0: we met and so we were both just kind of like learning about music as well at that time and I think music theory is probably like the nerdiest side of music that you can study and so it was really like all the nitty-gritty details about music and we were just kind of like talking about that and i had a band that i had in high school and she did a lot of singing and stuff and so we were just kind of talking and like playing we like played just a little bit together but yeah we were kind of the the two nerdy kids in the class <laughs> uh okay. and uh we were always like kind of competing that there's like a guys versus girl day like once yeah
1: on fridays we did like competitions like just fun things in the classroom and so when we would go like guys against girls we would always get paired up because we like relatively we were like the best of the group or whatever Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah but we mostly just talked about everything i think like yeah music kind of brought us together but then it was all of the other differences that we had you know just being from two different countries and cultures and all of that i We did a lot of talking, (laughs) just about everything.
3: Nice. Well, the buzz that you two are getting here in Northeast Wisconsin is really incredible. Artists like Amelia Ford and another husband and wife duo, Aurelia, have had nothing but praise for you because of the music that you're turning out and what you've done for their careers. You both have a generous spirit. What's behind that?
1: I mean first of all we just want to have friends. <laughs> so and cuz it's it can get very lonely being, you know, like self-employed and being your own boss and so for us it's really important that we have friends in the industry and we we have the belief that a rising tide lifts all ships, you know.
4: Mm-hmm. And
1: so we never hold anything back and we love helping others when it comes to like the whole original music scene uh and music scene in general. Yeah, so it's, it's both a way of, like, helping, but also a way of, for us to have friends, I guess.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. That's one way of putting
0: it, too. Well, how <laughs> would you put it, then, John? No, 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 it's good. It's
3: good. All right. Well, listening to your music, you guys incorporate a number of elements into your songs. I hear pop. I hear rock. I hear rap. I hear all sorts of sounds and textures when you're writing, do you have specific sounds in mind for particular songs?
0: So I think the thing is we're just like influenced by so many different genres of music. And that's been a good thing. And it's also been a bad thing because like, you kind of need to package it in a certain way that people understand what it is. I think we haven't really like figured that out yet. (laughs) So we've just been kind (laughs) of like doing what we love, you know? And I think that includes a bunch of different genres and, um,
1: yeah, the good thing yeah. about being independent, not being signed, or we don't even have a manager, you know, we can we can release whatever we want, and we can you know make music in all kinds of different subgenres, and we still stick with like the indie pop vibe generally, but we're definitely, as you said, take a lot of inspiration from both folk and some rap, like the Ed Sheeran type pop vi- rap, especially, and playing so much live that we have we noticed that people really like the rock vibe as well. And that's something that we get from when we were younger, we listened to a lot of rock. And so getting that, like that kind of sips through as well. And it's, it's just a, a lot of fun.
3: Nice. Well, a lot of your lyrics are really about yourselves and where you're at, at the time of your writing. Part of that comes from the two of you dealing with mental health issues, which you're very open about and, which we'll address later on in the interview. But for you both, is there a catharsis in just writing or is the whole process from writing through releasing a project?
1: I would say it's, it's part of the whole process because we write songs that we need to hear. (laughs) Like take our song, like no is a nice word, for instance, it's something that we've had to tell ourselves, you know, that it's, it's okay to hear a no. And it's also okay to say no. And it's not something that you get over and you learn just from that song was written in like 20 minutes. So it wasn't something that we learned in 20 minutes and now we say no all the time, but singing it so often and then, you know, recording it and putting it out and talking about it. It's just a really good reminder. And that's with a lot of our songs. I think it it's, as we said, like it's something that we need to hear. So we assume that other people need to hear it as well.
3: John, anything to add?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, like feel your feelings is something uh, it's the name of our second album and it's something that I actually heard in therapy and uh I think a big part of that is because I have always been the type of person that does like express myself through music and like understand the world through writing music um ever since I was a little kid and like I think at times in my life I like to push away those feelings and you know like bottle them up inside and it's a process you know I think like there's I feel like I'm trying to get better all the time at like actually just expressing myself and like utilizing writing as the resource it is for for me too. Where like I'm actually I can use the writing process to feel better and then also like just releasing and everything. Like I think when you write your own music and you play it like a few hundred times, you know, like some of these songs we've played them live at gigs two hundred times in the last more, yeah. or, or more in the last two years, and and that's not including. Recording it and then releasing it. And so, like, all really is part of the process of just, like, I think, trying to get those concepts just ingrained in your brain.
3: Gotcha. Well, Amelie, you had talked about your song, Know is a Nice Word, and it's one that I would like to play for our listeners. Can you give us some background on it?
1: Absolutely. I think... Being in this industry, you kind of have to have, you know, you hear that you have to have a thick skin because there's you get a lot of no's. But what we feel is worse than a no is a no reply, because there's so many times that we will send out emails and we just never hear anything. We'll do follow up and whatever. We actually prefer when someone's like, hey, I don't think this is a good fit or sorry, I'm not interested. And then we can move on, you know. And so we just thought about that as a concept of when you're in a relationship as well. And you notice that your partner isn't in it anymore. And sometimes it's better to just like rip off the bandage than like trying to pretend that everything is okay. We actually wrote it on a balcony here in Stockholm with a phenomenal songwriter. Her name is Jade L. She wrote uh, White Noise and Hope with us as well. So she's the primary songwriter besides the two of us on, on our second album, for sure.
3: Great. Well, here is 7,000 Apart with No is an Ice Word.
4: Am I already in your past? Did you know this wouldn't last? Already broke. Did we go up in smoke? Am I a burnout cigarette? that you won't light up again a silhouette?
1: You already read?
4: Swear.
2: best alternative rock with a focus on the Fox Valley music scene. WCZR Code Zero Radio is available on our website live.codezeroradio.com or you can download our feature-packed app that includes on-demand content from recent shows on the schedule. Give us 20 minutes a day, you'll be hooked for life. WCZR Code Zero Radio.
3: While splitting time between Green Bay and Sweden, how do you find the musical climates similar and different?
1: We actually had this conversation with another uh, American here today. We we just met up for a coffee. He's also a music producer, and we we're talking about like the differences. And I think it also depends where in the U.S. you are. You know, Wisconsin is very different from like Nashville, and Nashville is different from L.A. and all of those. But I think like Sweden is phenomenal in its production, especially like recording and production. There's studios in every single basement, pretty much. <laughs> so for pop music and for recording, it's, it's great. But it lacks a little bit in the live department, I think. We'll be right back after this short break.
4: Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear?
0: Yeah, and Wisconsin at least is very like we've even found it's one of the best places in the US, at least in the Midwest, to get started with music and like have opportunities to really like do that grind and pay your dues and like play, play a lot play a lot and get get good at what you're doing because like there's so many bars in Wisconsin and they almost all have live music. So I think that's the big difference. Um Wisconsin doesn't have a whole lot of like recorded music um
1: and not a lot of industry like labels yeah
0: not like here in sweden there's thousands of producers and same thing if you go to like nashville or la or something but in wisconsin there aren't as many producers so i think that's one of the main differences yeah. from the industry standpoint but there's a lot of differences culturally yeah. too, <laughs> um within the industry
1: but we're and, really happy right, that we get yeah. both
0: yeah yeah best of both worlds
1: for sure
3: Right. Well, over there in Stockholm, you guys have I mean, which actually started in the 70s with ABBA. Mm-hmm. Um, what a rich musical culture that you have there, and especially in the recording industry.
1: Yes, very much. I mean, Swedish pop has been huge for as you said for decades, and it's something that is still you can still notice it here and uh I know like how respected you get just by being like a Swedish producer or a Swedish songwriter, people automatically think you're amazing, <laughs> which is really cute.
4: <laughs>
0: it's like people like Max Martin who have done like the third most number ones in the U.S. like on Billboard come from Sweden mm-hmm. and from Stockholm. So it's a really cool recorded music scene here, Yeah,
3: especially. Right. Now, you guys are also doing some work in Nashville. Are you writing with others there or is this just for recording and gigging purposes?
1: So Nashville is mostly because our producer is down there. So the producer that we're working with for Failure Feelings, uh, she's down there. We did write one song with her that's going to be on side B of Failure Feelings, but we have traveled down there quite a bit, and it's mostly been for writing with others, seeing her, seeing the producer.
0: Songwriting rounds. Yeah,
1: and yeah. but then also for uh, live Stage coaching. So, we've done a couple of rounds of that where we have uh, worked with an awesome, awesome woman to just get better on stage, I guess, and uh, talk about like how to put together a proper set and how to keep people entertained and how to really like show off your songs in the best possible light.
3: Cool. Well, you released your first album, We Are More, back in 2019, and it's a very good pop album with some powerful vocal work by you, Amelie. Thank you. Between the release of We Are More and Today, you put out the first half of your latest album, Feel Your Feelings, as an EP. So it's basically Feel Your Feelings, Side A, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. And you have a string of singles that will comprise the second half or what you're going to be calling Side B of Feel Your Feelings. I got that right?
1: Yeah, that's, yeah you got it i'm <laughs> I'm glad that it I'm glad that you know what's happening because sometimes, like I barely know
3: <laughs> yeah
0: it's hard to, sometimes it's really hard to explain that you know yeah.
3: <laughs> right well, that's kind of a neat way that you're going about it in getting this material out in the time between we are more and feel your feelings. your sound just seems to be expanding with each release that you do. What drives you to keep things fresh and to do something different each time?
1: I think it really is because we made We Are More so simple. We decided because we, we were very young, you know, and it was our first full album and it was our first time like recording something proper. We decided that we wanted to keep it as simple as possible, like put ourselves in a box and create something that was a little bit more timeless Mm-hmm. Just so we knew that we could look back on our first album and be like, yeah, that still sounds good, you know, or like, so it didn't sound, oh, this sounds so much like 2019. But it, it. we wanted to create something more timeless and something to build upon. And so I'm really thankful that we did that because it's been a really, really good starting point, I think.
0: Yeah. And the interesting thing is, like, if you look at the first album compared to the second one, the first one was all real instruments. So that was our the box that we put mm-hmm. ourselves in, was like, we're just going to use real instruments with microphones and actual musicians playing everything. And we really kept that as the base, even for the second album. I think the main distinction between the first and second album has been uh, we added an electric guitar and we added some synthesizers. Mm-hmm. and
1: Some atmosphere.
0: Yeah, some atmosphere and... It's been cool because, like, people have been like, oh, it's so different. But, like, from our perspective, we've only added a few different elements.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just that it sounds way different because they are such different sounds, you know? Yeah. And it's cool, like, because with an electric guitar, you can make it sound like so many different things. And same with, like, a synthesizer. And, yeah, it's it's been cool that people are like, oh, this sounds so different. And we're like, oh, really? Like, cool. It's, <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, yeah, it's still been a lot of the basic things of what we've done. We still had real musicians play for mm-hmm. bass and drums, which has been cool as well.
1: And guitar and
0: and guitar yeah. for me and, and piano, yeah. piano, yeah, <laughs> all those things. We realized that it was difficult going into a physical studio and like recording real acoustic piano because you have to make sure it's in tune perfectly, and then you have to like there's a like a whole lot more of the editing side, and we wanted to focus more on the music itself, I guess.
3: All right. So with the way that you're expanding your sound, who are your influences that you're drawing from to create your sonic landscape?
0: I think the main influences that we've had have been like commercial pop Mm -hmm. music. And then trying to see the influences we had growing up combined with influences because we've played so many songs like at gigs in wisconsin like we right. typically our concerts are three or four hours and we play around 45 songs and maybe 30 of them are covers or so- something in that range and so we've played like everything from whitney houston to the cranberries to imagine dragons to lady gaga billy eilish like just such a wide range mixed with like Amelie grew up with paramour and evanescence i grew up with switchfoot 21 Pilots. So I think it's just like a putting all that together I guess yeah. has been a, a interesting thing.
3: Well, your latest single, which dropped a few weeks ago, is called Lights Go Down. Can you tell us a bit about it?
0: Yeah, that was a song that we wrote after we were on Sweden's Got Talent in 2020. And it was a really exciting time for us. We had just released We Are More. Uh, we had Sweden's Got Talent. Um, things were going well with We Are More, so we were starting to talk with record labels. We had like seventy shows coming up in mm-hmm. twenty
1: twenty. We were touring um, regionally. It was super exciting. Yeah, we
0: toured to ten different states, and then basically the episode of Sweden's Got Talent aired in February of twenty twenty, and we just saw momentum going up even further. And then COVID happened, yeah. and everything was just like shut down and put on hold. And we were told that we weren't moving on in Sweden's Got Talent to the finals, and it was just all these things where like sometimes like for that song specifically, we played for like 500 people on Sweden's Got Talent, got all four yeses from the judges, standing ovation. Like it was an amazing feeling. And then we came back like a few weeks later to Wisconsin and we played in a bar where it was like the bartender and one other person.
1: Yeah, because it was COVID had like started a little yeah. bit. So mm-hmm. like people were starting to stay home, but we couldn't really turn down work it was we were supposed to be full time at that point too and uh yeah it just like everything just stopped
0: yeah so it was very much a feeling of like okay what happens after all the lights go out you yeah know? like you feel very isolated sometimes as a musician like uh, sometimes you play for a thousand people, and sometimes you play for two, and
1: sometimes you just sit in your living room and play for each other. And, uh, right, and and that's okay, yeah. and that it's like that's why we wrote it because we know that we're gonna do music no matter what, no matter what the situation looks like, no matter what the world looks like. Music is such a part of who we are, and it kind of is a callback to our song on "We Are More" called "Get Back Up Again." And it's just about like, you know, you just keep on going and doing what you love. Um, Even after the the... lights go down. Yeah.
3: Yeah. All right. Great. Well, let's take a listen to it. Here's 7,000 Apart with their latest single, Lights Go Down.
4: at Climbing to the top to fall a long way down. Singing to myself when nobody's around. Like someone Take a shot or two won't let it blow up Into nothing, into something, into someone Keep it coming Never been the best or smartest Never given up after filling a test you me, me, don't need me Can't be me, so don't be me to the top to fall along
3: Well, I'd be remiss if we didn't discuss your passion to help those with mental health issues. As it was said before, you two are very open and honest regarding your own experiences and how another friend of the show, Brad Bordini, is very much the same way. How does music, whether it be yours or someone else's, help you to overcome the bad stuff and give you hope?
1: I think... Music is the way that we deal with our emotions a lot. And that was so clear to me even when I was younger. Call our latest album Feel Your Feelings because it's so important that we do that and that we don't push all of our feelings away. And the way that I was able to feel my feelings when I was younger was to sing and to listen to music that made me feel those things and that let me have an outlet i I remember if someone was fighting at home i would lock myself into my room and i would blast evanescence super loud on my speakers and i would like sing along like scream along pretty much and Mm -hmm. i remember that being such a good release for me really and so that's always been my thing is like i really felt my emotions through singing and through listening to music and that's Why we're wanting to do this project with Feel Your Feelings is write about things that maybe can make people feel their feelings, but also make them feel a little less alone that they know that, oh, well, these people have also been struggling with these things. And uh, we just hope that it reaches the right people, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's very much like trying to be as honest as possible, I think, just trying to be very transparent for the second project just felt really good. And it felt very natural. And I think especially coming out of COVID. Yeah. And uh, during COVID, it was just what we needed to write about.
1: Yeah. Uh, COVID was a really, really difficult time for me. I'm very much a people person, and I'm very much a person that needs to do things a lot <laughs> and be out and about and meet people. And for me, I fell into a really rough depression at that time. And we're things that I used to enjoy I didn't enjoy anymore and John had to make me breakfast in bed almost for a whole year because there was no way for me to get up otherwise and I've also I have a diagnosis of uh, general anxiety disorder I've struggled with anxiety my whole life and uh It's something that people just don't talk about enough and it's so common and being able to show that, okay, hi, I have struggled with both anxiety and depression, but I can still stand here on this stage. I can still sing about it and maybe someone out there will feel a little less alone and feel seen and feel heard and know that, okay, well, if she can overcome that, so can I Mm -hmm. and That's why we write about what we do, and that's why we sing the songs that we do.
0: And that's what other bands have done for us,
3: too, I think, you know.
1: We want to be, like, what we needed when we were younger.
3: Sure. Well, we recently did a show with Guitars for Vets, which helps U.S. military veterans overcome PTSD through learning to play guitar. So there really is a healing element within music that we can't disregard. For listeners that might be struggling, especially at this time of year, what word of encouragement would you give them?
0: We actually did a Christmas song with a mental health nonprofit called Suicide Zero here in Sweden. Uh, I think we did that two years ago. Mm-hmm. And their campaign was called Reach Out, Håravde uh, in Swedish. And so we actually we wrote a song about that. And I think that it's actually really still good advice is just don't be afraid to reach out if you're feeling bad
1: yeah and and if you if you know that someone is struggling, make sure to reach out to them. Yeah. Christmas time can be really, really, really hard and people feel very alone. And so invite someone over, invite someone over for a coffee or maybe just call your friend that lives a little further away and check in on your grandparents and your parents and your siblings and your friends. Because even if, you know, and people keep posting, you know, perfect little Christmas pictures online and it looks like everyone's happy. But make sure to check in on the happy people as well.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think the immediate feeling is that people isolate themselves. Mm -hmm. Generally, people isolate themselves during winter. And so I think it's really important to actually try to have good support systems uh, during winter as well and like actively pursue that for yourself as well.
1: And it doesn't have to be super advanced. Like sometimes it's just enough you know going to the local coffee shop and sit and read amongst other people for a while you don't even have to like talk to someone new or but make sure that you're not just like sitting at home uh if you can help it and uh and if you if you have to stay at home maybe invite someone over just any way that you can make yourself feel a little less alone is going to help through these like darker times
3: thank you for that i hope that listeners that do suffer from any kind of mental health issues, whether it be, you know, with winter coming on, you know, maybe they've got SADS or, you know, again, with the holidays, which for some people can be really brutal. You know, we got to love each other. And uh, yeah. and that's what I hear you guys saying.
1: Yeah. Make sure to you take your vitamin D as well. <laughs> if you live in the Northern <laughs> Hemisphere, <laughs> like, it's important.
3: Yes. All right. Well, by the time this episode publishes, you'll be back in Green Bay. Do you have any gigs scheduled here that listeners can catch?
1: We definitely do.
0: Yeah, we uh we actually just posted our events today. Um, we are doing, I think, at the current moment, I think we have ten or eleven shows in three and a half weeks uh, that we'll be doing in Wisconsin. Yeah, they're kind of all over the place. There's two of them in Green Bay specifically, but then we're kind of all over Wisconsin again.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, cool. Well, great. And uh, we're going to wrap up this episode now. But before we do, let folks know where they can find you online, buy and stream your music, and find that gig schedule.
1: Yes. So... It's quite easy if you just search for 7,000 apart, no space between 7,000 and apart because we had enough space in our lives. So just 7,000 apart, one word, put that into Google and you can pretty much find anything that you need. If you want the tour schedule specifically, you go to 7,000apart.com slash tour and we have posted it on Facebook and Instagram as well. And yeah, we have a good name to find. Like it's easy to find us at least. Uh, we're on all pretty much all social medias and uh, all the Spotify, Apple Music, all those things as well.
3: Excellent. Well, John and Amelie, it's been a pleasure talking with you and getting to know you. And I hope when you're in the area that I can catch one of those gigs in Green Bay and meet you. That would be so great. So, We'd love um, to see you. yeah. For sure. Um, so thanks again for taking the time to talk today, be on the show, and just for your generous hearts. It it just means so much, I think, not just to myself, but to the listeners. And it means a lot. All the best to you
1: both. Thank you, you too. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, this is awesome.
3: Well, my guests today have been Jonathan Christine and Amelie Eiding, the international duo known as 7,000 Apart. Make sure to check out their music, their videos, and check out their gig schedule while they tour over here over the next few weeks. Stick around to hear their song, Reach Out, at the end of the show. Join me next time when I play the holiday DJ and share with you the music of the season with some of Into the Music's past and future guests. Thanks for listening, and please share Into the Music with your friends and on your socials. we really appreciate it when you do, and you give us that signal boost. So long for now, and we'll see you next time we get Into the Music. Thank you for
2: joining us on this episode of Into the Music. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and odyssey.com. Drop us a line on our socials or email us at intothemusic at newprojectx.com. To support into the Music. go to buymeacoffee.com slash intothemusic. Your support keeps the show going and is always greatly appreciated. This show is copyright 2023 Project X Productions. Join us next time we get into the music. God bless and take care, everybody.
4: The city streets are framed with light. But not all windows have their Christmas stars. It's a season that should be bright. But this time can open scars. Let's forget about gifts and lists for a while. Look up from your phone and return a smile brings out the dark and cold, but you don't have to be alone Keep spreading through our world. So call someone, ask them how they are. There's magic hidden in your words. Let's forget about gifts and lists for a while. Look up from your phone and return us a smile. December brings out the dark and cold, but you don't have to be